0: They could not get the Donald Trump perp walk, so they'll settle for the mugshot, and they're going to make you think that the mugshot is as satisfying to you as it is to them, because they've been pining for it for six years, to quote the cliche, ever since he came down the elevator. This is the AP's (laughs) so ridiculous the associated press and i get it it's a picture and it tells a thousand words so you have to write more than a thousand words in order to capture the picture and what it means and all of this because a picture being worth a thousand words and all right you, you you're you got to write a long piece so the ap wrote a long piece as did other news outlets like i i was not aware that there were so many experts on photography that were in the rolodexes of the media until today and kids right now are thinking, "What's a Rolodex?" Oh, hang on. We'll ask the uh, resident millennial, Bernie. Do you know what a uh, Do you know what a Rolodex is? Yeah. I all mean, right, what is it? It's not a watch. No, it's where you put your contacts in. You... Yeah. Okay. He does know. All right. Yeah. That's good. That restores some faith. Do you know what a rotary phone is? Yeah. Okay. He knows that too. All right. Um. So, <laughs> do you know what a VCR is? No. I can keep going all day. Uh. So the Rolodex. Yeah. You would have. Uh, you could put business cards in it or there were individual cards that had these little cutouts that would snap into place and you would just write down all the contacts. You would have them all alphabetized and it was this big circle, a wheel, and you could spin it, right? So you could thumb through and find your contacts long before the days of everything being stored in your phone that you carried with you. That was also your camera and a supercomputer and a government tracking device. But I digress. The Associated Press does this massive write-up, headlined, One image, one face, one American moment. The Donald Trump mugshot. (laughs) Do you think he should have gone with the smile? Do you do the smile with the thumbs up? They probably wouldn't let him do the thumbs up. So, you, yeah. Do you think he practiced? Would you practice? I think I would practice. If I knew I was going to get busted for this, like exactly like if you were Trump and you were going in to get busted on this, because some of these other people that have been busted, like uh, they've been smiling. Like I saw Jenna Ellis, one of his attorneys, she posted her uh, mugshot and she made it her profile picture on her Twitter account, and she's smiling. Remember Rick Perry? Remember when that, that left-wing activist DA in Texas charged him with something, and he went down and turned himself in and got his mug shot taken, and he was all smiles? So do you, do you think that you would? I think I would. I think I would practice just because this is the thing. You don't know unless you stare in the mirror and kind of, Work out the facial contortions to how you look, you know, to the expression that you're going to give because you want this thing to convey some sort of a message. I assume that's what Trump was going for here. But just because that's what I would do. Right. You know, this photo is going to turn into this thing that everybody has turned it into because they can't get the perp walk because that's what they wanted. They wanted him and they still do. That's where this is going, right? They would love to see him in the jump, sh- uh, the orange jumpsuit so they can make all of their orange man, orange jumpsuit jokes. Then they also want him in the hand shackles, right, that are connected around the waist to the chains and then connected to the leg shackles. And they want to see him kind of shuffling out of the courtroom like uh, Alec Murdoch, right? That's what they want. And by they, I mean Democrats and the media. But I repeat myself. That's what they want. So this is the first step to get there. This will this will be satisfying enough for now, and it is oh-so satisfying when you read them uh, on the social media. I, I'm not going to get into the graphic nature of it, but I know what Rush would have said. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Uh, we're different people. But he's, uh, but yeah, I know what he would have said here, and he would be right about it. It's like, oh, my gosh, guys, come on. Like, stop with the Jeremy Tubin here, okay? I don't need to... Anyway, Jonathan Cooper, AP News. A camera clicks. In a fraction of a second, the shutter opens and then closes, freezing forever the image in front of it. When the camera shutter blinked inside an Atlanta jail on Thursday, it both created and documented a tiny inflection point in American life. Captured for posterity, there was a former president of the United States for the first time in history under arrest and captured in the sort of frame more commonly associated with drug dealers or drunken drivers. The trappings of power gone for that split second. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, you're, you're kind of giving me uh, an, uh, an insight into your own soul here, Mr. Cooper, Mr. Journalismer. Um that's what it means to him. This is what it means to them. See when you first read this, it's like, oh my gosh, the just like this is like theater kids in control. It's just disgusting. but when you realize, oh, this is what they think to them this what the trappings of power gone for that split second. this is about getting you some mm, gotcha. Yeah. This is like, what was it, uh, ladies and gentlemen? We got him. What was that, Salam Hussein, right? When they found him in the spider hole? I never knew why they called it that. I think it was just because it was a hole in the desert and there are spiders that live in it. I think so. Jim, welcome to the program. What's going on, Jim?
1: Hey, Pete. Hey. Uh, for, For my mugshot, I want a guy that looks like John Bolton commenting on it. You know, <laughs> he looks like a thug. <laughs> you know, I want a guy that looks like Captain Kangaroo and Mr. Magoo commenting on my mugshot. Do
0: you want John Bolton commenting is... on your mugshot? That's what you want that's what's going through your mind when I, I you pose. Look,
1: I want him to look exactly like John Bolton, you know, having just cleaned the the donuts and the coffee off that mustache before he makes a comment on my mugshot.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So how are you gonna post? So your so your idea here is that when you go in to get your mug shot taken, you want to get you want to make an expression or look a certain way that is going to prompt a guy that looks like John Bolton to call you a thug on TV. That's that's your motivation. You hit it, Pete. All right. I want him. <laughs> okay. Because at first I thought you were going for the I want to look like John Bolton. When I go in for the mugshot, not to be confused with Michael Bolton, right? Nobody wants to look like Michael Bolton going in for a uh, uh, for a mugshot, right? But John Bolton, I could actually, do you have a mustache and beard, Jim?
1: I have well I try but uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't have anything to compare and compete with John Bolson. No, no
0: that I'm mustache honest. is yeah that's uh yeah that that I mean, is quite the, the stash.
1: That that mustache you could clean your steps with that mustache. Too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right Jim you have a good weekend buddy. Uh no I Uh, That's an interesting motivation. See, I don't think in terms of the theater kid like that, that's a great thought, though. Like, what is my motivation? So Jim's motivation is to elicit some sort of TV punditry from John Bolton or somebody that just looks like John Bolton. Carl, welcome to the program. What's going on, Carl? Hey,
2: Yeah, I I was just telling the guy, I posted a screenshot, a picture of that, and put it on Facebook when the caption that, go, that I put with it is, fits perfectly with the thing that he said a couple of weeks ago. If you come after me, I'm going to come after you. That's a look he's got on his face, I think.
0: Oh, there's a good motivation. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like, new rules, buddy, coming after yeah, you, so too.
2: Well, look. They went nuts when they saw that. saw that, and I said, you know, that's perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, look. Um, I, I gave this warning before. I'm going to give it again. I don't know if it's hollow or not. I I, I would like to think it's not. But uh, folks on the left that are celebrating and are very giddy right now, uh, be ready when it's your turn in the barrel, because your turn in the barrel is coming. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I hope I hope he I hope he's got a big barrel because there's a bunch of them need to go in there.
3: That's
0: true. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. I appreciate the call, sir. Have a great weekend. Yeah, uh, the Bidens, and I mean plural Bidens, stuff them all in that barrel. They're going to have a turn in it. Do you think they're not? Do you think they're not? The only way that they would not is if the Republicans hold true to form, and by form I mean uh, no form or the form that most resembles a wet noodle for a spine. But if they are somehow empowered, which I kind of think, look, I, I watched the debate last or two nights ago. And if Trump has done anything, or I should say that if Trump has not done anything, he has done this one thing, which is to infuse Republicans with a willingness to be more combative, dare I say to fight. And I think there are a lot of people, Jim Jordan, for example, that are now more willing to take these fights. Jim Comer is another one, right? I think these guys are not going to stop and maybe that's just optimistic but the evidence is all leading to one place and i think i think everybody knows it i really do i don't think there are many people left out there that don't believe the bidens are implicated All right, more on that in a minute. First, let me tell you, the Heritage Life Skills event was fantastic. Every year, Bill and Jan Sturette organize the event to help people get educated on how to be prepared for anything. The Sturettes own Carolina Readiness Supply. 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials you'll need for any kind of emergency. have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Did you know that when the mugshot was released, Donald Trump shows up at the Fulton County Courthouse in Atlanta, goes in for the processing, and as the result, as the mugshot's being released, do you know what Joe Biden tweeted? Or at least the sentient person that is running the Biden Twitter account. You know what they sent out? Quote, apropos of nothing, I think today is a great day to give to my campaign. And then there's a link to the Act Blue website, which is a bit of a money laundering operation for the Democrats, but um, that's their fundraising platform, like WinRed is the fundraising platform or the donation platform, I should say, where everybody, you know, donates through WinRed act blue they were the they started this uh model so at the moment this guy at the moment your political rival is being arrested you send out a fundraising tweet that is a spike the football moment right if you care about keeping this country together why the bleep would you do that why would you do that Ah, reassess your assumptions. If you don't understand the result you see, reassess your assumption. And my assumption was you're trying to keep the country together. You are not. Mark, welcome to the program. Thanks for hanging on. Mark, what's going on?
1: Hi, Pete. Hey. Um, I watched the, uh, you know, watched the, I mean, I uh, watched the debate, watched mm-hmm. the 8 on uh, the other night, Wednesday, and I wanted to say that, that um, the, we, had, we have eight smart people up there, and there'll be at least one or two that won't be there the next time. Mm-hmm. The UFO question, every one of them used it to extend their closing argument uh, with the initial question for 30 seconds. They all took advantage of it, mm-hmm. and it was organic. It's a look into their, each of their character, but let's move on to the mugshot. I um whether I don't know how I came across this but it is searchable on um on a uh it's searchable about someone someone anonymously told one of uh, the uh, the uh, alternative um uh web web uh web uh web web rags out there conservatives read that uh the scowl is scowl in the mugshot is similar to when Mr. Trump is behind in a round of golf. The pos the uh the hair is the same uh for all the promo shots and the posture is a little different and the expression is different from when NBC was promoting the apprentice uh not so long ago. And um that's basically it. So I I when I read that I just laughed out loud and I said, there's a possibility that Mr. Trump here may ha- may get the last laugh.
0: Okay. All right, Mark. I, I appreciate the call. Let me go over to Richard. He's up next here. Hello Richard. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, how's it going?
0: All right, what's up?
2: Um just a quick comment on the expression uh of the mugshot. Um I think it says uh maybe one, maybe two things. One, I think it speaks to uh, the cronies that uh, you know, have pushed and bartered and stabbed other people in the back to uh, get to this point to where they can actually take a mug shot. And I think he's saying, screw you, your time's coming. But more importantly, I think to his base, like you talked about earlier, uh, quote, the Army, um, I think he's saying to, his, to the people that support him, I'm holding the line and this is not over.
0: Mm. So rather than go with the smile as a uh, you can't get to me, he's doing, which makes, I mean, this is totally, uh, that would totally be on brand for Trump, right? He, he yeah. that, that's, that, I mean, that's that. That's kind of what he does all the time. So that would be on brand. Um, yeah, I suspect when he went in there, I don't even know if he paid it any attention. I think I would. But then again, he may not. Right, I mean, with the, the career that he has had in TV, maybe he just he knows what he looks like. He doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. So he just walks in and just just does what he does.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah I I think uh, he's just galvanizing support and um, on the on the conservative side, you know, people that uh, support Trump and support the Republican Party um, at that level, um, you know, they have already made up their minds that it doesn't matter how many indictments they throw out, they're, you know, reaching for a fistful of air. Um, and they'll do anything they can they can to try to grasp a gnat.
0: Uh, Richard, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to wait and see what the evidence is. And uh, Anybody, can, you can indict a ham sandwich. So I want to see what the evidence is when they when they actually start going to trial with these cases consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor there really is something for everyone at old grouch's military surplus in beautiful downtown clyde and online at old grouch.com so the uh i do have audio by the way i have this audio of donald trump i'll play that the tweet though from joe biden saying Right as Trump was turning himself in, getting his mugshot taken and all, getting processed. And the, the Joe Biden Twitter account sends out a message apropos of nothing, but I think today's a great day to give to my campaign.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. 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 If you don't think that that validates the people doesn't doesn't lend credibility to their thoughts that this is all a political banana Republic hit job I, I don't know what else to tell you you spike in the football on the former president getting arrested for what he says is challenging the outcome of an election now if he had just you know forged some fake, foreign intelligence or something and you know lied on some FISA applications in order to wiretap a political opponent or something like that and then spread lies about how the uh, uh the the election was was rigged and stolen by the Russians I guess he would've been okay This is what he said afterwards when he uh was on his way to his plane so I apologize you got some plane noise in the background he's outside but uh here's his comments
3: I Really believe this is a very sad day for America this should never happen If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election. And I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to. Otherwise, you're going to have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest that we think it's very dishonest so thank you all very much and i'll see you uh, very soon thank
0: you if you don't think that that message is going to resonate with people on the right then you don't you don't understand where we are that message resonates with me and i didn't vote for the guy <laughs> right that i agree with that message you should have the right to challenge the outcome of the election you do have the right To make all of the crazy comments that Hillary Clinton made, that Stacey Abrams made, that Al Gore made, Mark Elias made, Alan Dershowitz made. Every Democrat has made these arguments during the course of my adult life. Since I have been paying attention to politics going back to the mid-90s, Democrats have been making this argument. This is why, by the way, election integrity matters election integrity matters if people do not have confidence in the election system this crap never ends it never ends and it has to end and there are people on both the left and the right but there are a lot of people on the left that pretend otherwise there are a lot of people on the left that do not want this to end because they benefit from it, either directly financially, as Mark Elias does, or they benefit from it politically. They use it as a weapon. They use it as a campaign. And Trump is exactly right there when he says this is campaign strategy. This is election interference. That Yes. But here, I got a message here from uh, Moral Compass. It's a Pete tweet. Pete, this whole Trump thing seems like Sue Till Blue strategy on steroids. No longer just going after policies in the courtroom but trying to take out their opponents in the courtroom by the way you know who was really good at this barack obama that yeah barack hussein obama Mm-mm-mm. that's how he took out jack ryan and not the guy from the tv show but no the the former husband of jerry ryan they had gone. Jerry Ryan, the actress from one of the Star Treks or something. She was going through a divorce with her husband, who was a, a politician of some kind. They were. He was running for U.S. Senate. Barack Obama had had his took us handed to him when he tried to take out Bobby Rush, civil rights icon, congressman in like Chicago's first district or something. Tried to take him out. He got whooped. And so then he starts like hanging out in the churches to kind of work on his uh, his oratory skills. He talks about this. I'm not making this up. He talks all about this stuff. So B- Obama did. So he went to the churches. He, he he. That's where he got hooked up with Reverend Jeremiah Wright, GD America, that guy. Um. Goes to the church anyway, so he's now running for the U.S. Senate race, launches the career in the, uh, his, his uh, political career, right, in the, the Weather Underground living room at a fundraiser, whatever. Bernadine Dorn, William Ayers. Anyway, he then runs for U.S. Senate. He's up against this Republican guy, Jack Ryan. And lo and behold, some secret sealed documents from the divorce proceedings, somehow or another... They get leaked, and that's when you find out that this guy was with his wife, and they were at these sex clubs, and he was wanting her to engage in behaviors, and she didn't want to, and it came out in the court testimony. Don't know if it was true or not, but that's what what allowed Obama to run against, what was his name? Alan Keyes. That's what got Keyes into the race, because the other guy was so radioactive. So... Yeah, the Democrats have a history of doing this stuff. What, uh, what was it? The uh, Prop Eight, right? The marriage thing, the uh, the the Defense of Marriage Act in California. The the saying marriage is you know man and a woman, and they they somehow or another they got the list of donors leaked, and then they targeted the people that had donated money to the pro traditional marriage side of that argument. One of whom was Brendan Ike, the founder, the creator of the Mozilla Firefox web browser, ousted him from his own company for a $500 donation that he made to that political campaign, to that issue. They got him fired. Like one of the original cancel culture victims. By the way, he now created another one called Brave. It's a browser called Brave, far superior to any other browser. If I do say so myself, I use it. That is not a paid endorsement. Got some messages here to Pete at the dot com. Brett says, Pete, this whole affair hacks me off. I am much more likely to vote for Trump now. Dennis says, To me, it has become obvious, especially since Trump got elected in 2016, that whatever the Democrats accuse the Republicans or a Republican of turned out to be exactly what they are doing themselves. The examples of this have recently proved this to be evident. Your opinion? Yeah, this is called um, what James Lindsay refers to as the uh, the iron law of woke projection, <laughs> which is—I've said it for years. They are guilty of that which they accuse you. And the very fact that these things come into your you know, people's minds and they accuse you of these things— and you're like wow i never would have thought of that oh but you thought of that oh are you doing that nicole wallace on msnbc i think she's on msnbc or is she cnn i forget uh, yeah msnbc and she's she's laughing she's like <laughs> as she's talking about trump heading to a jail where three people died over the last month And see, that's okay, that's funny. You can make fun of Donald Trump for going to jail. Ha ha ha, that's where people died. Ha ha ha, abuse occurs in jail. You realize that in jail, like most of the people in there are people of color? And aren't you guys on the left supposed to be against that sort of thing? But now it's okay, now it's funny. Oh, how about we make fun of all of the assaults that occur in the jails, right? I remember having an argument with somebody over the war on drugs and sending people to prison for uh, possession of marijuana, And I remember it was on this very radio station, probably, well, it would have been like 2009, 2008, 2009. And I said, so you know what happens in prisons, right? Yeah, rape occurs in prisons. So is that, so that's a just punishment for possessing marijuana? I just want to be clear, right? Like, that's okay. And no, it's not. It's not Okay. Stephen Miller at The Spectator says, if you're a sitting president and you decide to pursue indictments through your own DOJ against your leading political opponent at the haste and demand of MSNBC resistant Twitter accounts, or resistance Twitter accounts, then you probably should not happen to also find your son under indictment with all smoking gun evidence pointed in your direction also. This is not hard. Joe Biden will almost, sorry, Joe Biden will also most likely have a mugshot if he's alive. So how does our media behave then? Keep this day in mind. It's not not a threat. It's not a threat. It's a prediction. It's not even a promise, because I don't even know if Republicans will follow through on it. I damn sure hope they do, though. Washington Examiner. Speaking on the condition of anonymity. A senior aide to President Joe Biden told CNN last week that the president is, quote, obsessed with and irritated by media coverage swirling around his son, which, to be fair, at his age and in his condition, a lot of stuff gets you irritated. You get just kind of agitated about all sorts of stuff. You know, Oh, where's my tapioca? That kind of thing. Anyway, according to the report, aides are refusing to even broach the topic with him. Think about this. They can't even talk to him about the legal problems surrounding his son. The aides say that any mention of Hunter's legal woes elicits a level of personal angst, unlike any other challenge for the president. Hunter Biden is not a topic of discussion in campaign meetings. It's just not addressed. Folks, let me tell you, that's a problem. If you're on the Joe Biden bandwagon, first off, it's probably very sparsely attended. But uh, besides that, this is not a good sign. Because whoever the nominee is coming from the Republicans, they're going to be talking about it. And if you guys can't talk with Joe about it in your campaign meetings, not sure how he's going to address it when he actually is confronted with it on the campaign trail, if he is ever confronted with it. The president is upset over his son's legal troubles, naturally, but it's even more he's even more rattled, according to Elizabeth Stauffer at the Examiner, because House investigators have begun to reveal evidence of his own complicity in his family's overseas business dealings. And that evidence is slowly being corroborated by both bank records and eyewitnesses, including Hunter's former close friend and business partner, Devin Archer. The public is finally beginning to grasp that without Joe Biden, there is no business. He is the brand. Now, if you've been listening to this show, you already know all of this. Last weekend, the New York Times and Politico reported new information about the Department of Justice's handling of the case against Hunter. We now know that in October 2022, U.S. Attorney David Weiss was prepared to charge Hunter with tax evasion and gun charges until Hunter's lawyer threatens to call the president to testify as a witness at trial. And according to Politico... A lot of back and forth occurs then between Hunter Biden's lawyers and federal prosecutors because Hunter's lawyer was trying to get a meet, trying to get a meeting. And he couldn't get one until he threatened to bring Joe Biden into court. Then he got a meeting and then and then they got the sweetheart deal. Unfortunately for Hunter, it got blown up when the IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley changed everything. So then they had to agree to do the misdemeanor charges on the tax evasion. And do the diversion program for the gun charge. But buried inside the paperwork was this immunity for everything else. And when the judge asked about it, it blew the whole deal up. uh, The business is about Joe Biden.